tragedy struck the sports world again Friday. For the third time in 10 months, a NASCAR driver lost his life. Neil Bonnet died of injuries sustained from a head-on collision while practicing for the upcoming Daytona 500. The winner of 18 Winston Cup victories was 47 years old. During speed weeks in 1994, on the first day of practice for the Daytona 500, legendary driver Neil Bonnet crashed in turn four. Bonnet died at Halifax Hospital from massive head injuries. Three days later, reigning Goodies Dash Series NASCAR four-cylinder class champion Rodney Orr, making his cup debut, lost control and spun in turn two. His car flipped and hit the catch fence with the roof above the driver's seat. Orr was killed instantly. And following these tragedies, a worried Rusty Wallace gave a lecture calling out drivers for overaggression on the track during the pre-race driver's meeting. I'm tired of losing my friends and my friends getting hurt. I don't know about you guys. I hope you got a lot of a lot of consideration for other competitors and sell a lot of balls and no brains. And I, I, even, I think I even go out on a limb and say that I think every damn body in this room is running a little bit scared. And I will tell you, my wife is running damn scared. And I think the rest of your wives and families are too. So use your damn heads, please. He was given a round of applause from the drivers and teams after his lecture. But the race must go on. And in 1994, the 36th running of the Daytona 500 kicked off under sunny skies. Loy Allen Jr. failed to lead a lap. Ernie Irvin and Dale Earnhardt swapped the lead several times in the first 60 laps, which turned out to be a preview of the championship battle, with Jeff Gordon leading briefly. At the Black Shark, number three, Earnhardt, from Ernie Irvin's first place car in the Daytona 500. The big one happened on lap 62, when Chuck Brown and Kyle Petty touched in turn four. Petty, Robert Presley, John Andretti, and Rusty Wallace were done for the day. Hut Strickland, Harry Gant, Bobby Hillen Jr., and rookie Jeff Burton, among others, were also involved. Major incident in turn ah. four. Seven, eight cars collected. Hut Strickland is in it. Kyle Petty involved. Robert Presley was involved in it. Harry Gant is involved in it. The race then restarted with Todd Bodine taking the lead. Right now, Todd Bodine just blowing them off. Yeah. Whoa. Pulling away. Oh, he really got a good start. He was soon passed by Earnhardt and was then tagged by Gordon, whom Todd thought was clear of Jimmy Spencer. Ted Musgrave, Brett Bodine, and Michael Waltrip were caught up in the chain reaction to Bodine's spin. Here's Bodine down on the inside, Jeff Gordon up on the outside, and you see they touch right there, and it sends Todd Bodine spinning the wrong way into the wall. The car comes up off the ground, the flaps come up, keeps it back down on the ground. You can see other cars coming through. Ooh. Jimmy Spencer there in the car number 27 gets hit, and there's Brett Bodine coming in. Nowhere to go. There's Ted Musgrave in the car number 16. Michael Walter spinning around in the yellow number 30. And Brett Bodine in the 26 getting caught. But in the end, Sterling Marlins, Morgan McClure Chevrolet was untouchable, and he finally won a Winston Cup race in his 279th career start after eight second-place finishes. A sad start to the Daytona 500 in 1994, but a sterling finish for Sterling Marlin. Here they come, down the stretch for the final time. It is Sterling Marlin in the lead. Down to the inside comes the 28. Coming to the line. Sterling Marlin's going to win it. Sterling Marlin wins his first Winston Cup victory in the greatest race of them all. Winner of the 1994 Daytona 500.